This audio production is brought to you by TheBestDayEver.com, David Wolf's premium longevity member site. The content found on TheBestDayEver.com from David Wolf and New Horizon Health, Inc. is for informational purposes only and is in no way intended as medical advice, as a substitute for medical counseling, or as treatment cure for any disease or health condition, and nor should it be construed as such because that would be illegal. Always work with a qualified health professional before making any changes to your diet, supplement use, prescription drug use, lifestyle, or exercise activities. Please understand that you assume all risks from the use, non-use, or misuse of this information. Greetings, everybody. This is David Avocado Wolf, and I'm going to be joined today by a dear friend, a woman who has made a very big impact in the holistic world just recently, although she's been on the scene for quite some time, but her book just recently came out. I probably gave her identity away, but she's going to be joining us May 3rd through May 5th, 2013 at the Orange County Hilton in Costa Mesa, California. That's just south of Los Angeles, just north of San Diego, and the details are at thelongevitynowconference.com, all four of those words together, thelongevitynowconference.com. Well, she is a doctor. She is a yogi. She's written an extraordinary book that's jumped right into the New York Times bestseller list. The book is called The Hormone Cure, and this amazing woman is Dr. Sarah Gottfried, and she joined us at the Women's Wellness Conference back in February. She's coming back to the Longevity Conference with no further ado, I'd love to, in- to introduce this extraordinary doctor. How are you doing, Dr. Godfrey? Do you having the best day ever? Oh, my gosh, Dave Wolf. I am now. Yes, I'm having the best day ever. Hi, everybody. Now, you were with us for the Women's Wellness Conference. We really got to connect there. That was great. and I really enjoy the information that you're putting out there. Tell us a little bit about this incredible book you have out right now, The Hormone Cure, what's happening with it, and give us a little peek of the information inside. Yeah, well... I wrote this book because I really want to change the conversation we're having about hormones because the truth is, if you figure out the reason why you feel fat, cranky, don't want to have sex, overwhelmed, or old before your time, if you get to the root cause, you're going to have a sustained benefit when you address it. So I I think it's so important for people to realize that. And I wrote this book so that people could really step into the grace of hormone balance. I wrote it for women, but I have to tell you, Dave, my husband says, Guys, you need to know about this information because if your woman is hormonal, you're in trouble. But I'm so excited about longevity now because I'm going to be addressing the men in the audience as well as the women. Awesome. Okay, cool. So let's talk a little bit about that angle. I mean, you have an incredibly diverse book here. I mean, you go into polycystic ovaries. You get into estrogen dominance. You've got all different kinds of superfoods in here, herbs. You talk about low thyroid. How is this affecting men and how is this affecting women? What's, what's, the, what's the difference? It seems like women get different types of hormonal problems than men, but maybe you could elucidate a little bit more. Sure. Well, in the hormone cure, I'm focusing on women because I really feel like they're more vulnerable hormonally. That's not to say that men don't also need natural hormone balancing, but women, women have a different dance with stress than men do. And one of the things we're going to be talking about at Longevity Now, and I talked about it a bit in my book, is that men go into fight or flight around stress. Women go into tend and befriend. 
And so we'll be talking about that. What does that mean? How can you get smarter about the dance that you have with stress? How can you create your mindset and balance your hormones with the way that you eat, move, think, and supplement so that you are able to live your best day ever and to have that go well into your 90s and beyond. So, yes, in this book, I took on polycystic ovarian syndrome. I took on low thyroid. I looked at the top seven hormone imbalances that women have and then came up with what I call the Gottfried Protocol, a three-step process for how to balance those naturally, starting first with filling in the nutritional gaps that you might have, the targeted lifestyle changes, and then the second step is proven botanicals. Third step is bioidentical hormones, but for the shortest duration and at the lowest doses. Cool. All right. Now, basically, we're all, you know, in a state of complete confusion where, you know, everybody's throwing out these words, including me, estrogen dominant, estrogen estrone, 16-alpha-hydroxy, estrone, <laughs> progesterone, cortisol, what are the main players here? How do, we, how do we simplify this for the folks out there? Well, you know I love to make this astonishingly simple, and it's true. It can get complicated pretty fast, and if you have hormone imbalance, the last thing you want is some complicated biochemical explanation. So what the way I like to think about it is to apply the 80-20 rule. And many of you have probably heard the 80-20 rule before. It's the idea that 20% of your effort yields 80% of the results, and that is certainly true when it comes to hormone balancing. So what I've done is I've looked at three main hormones in men and women. For women, I call it the hormonal Charlie's Angels, your cortisol, your estrogen, and your thyroid. You want all three of those working for you, not against you. And for the guys, I call it your three amigos. And what we're talking about here is your cortisol, testosterone, and thyroid. So that's how I like to keep it simple. Focus on those first three. That's where you want to start. There's some other hormones that we want to address as well, but that's that's really where the magic is. Those three. Let's say let's say I'm just kind of starting out. I'm reading your book, which by the way, how that this book is like it just launched out there. How's that feel? <laughs> you know, I feel so honored, Dave. I just feel really blessed that people are receiving this book in a big way. I was so delighted to have an Amazon number one bestseller, to make it on the New York Times bestseller list at number five when we debuted. So it's it's been a total thrill. But really behind that is I want to serve. You know, I want to start by balancing the hormones of a million women this year. And the men are not far behind. I want to balance the hormones of a million men as well. So it's it's just thrilling to see how it's been received. Thank you for asking. I appreciate that. That's great. Now, I'm, you know, I'm jumping in your book. Let's say I'm I'm just getting going here and and I start reading about what you know what I need to do and all of a sudden I'm I'm reading about maca, I'm reading about indole 3-carbinol and DIM. Let's say I want to get on a let's say I want to get on on a protocol. Do you recommend in the beginning that maybe I should get my hormones tested, see where I'm at, and then that way I have like a baseline? Is that a good starting position as I'm getting into this? I'm a big fan of the baseline. And I, I've i got a couple of answers for this. And I know we've got a pretty sophisticated audience, so I think you're, you're up for this. Short version is yes, always want a baseline. I am a biohacker. I am a big fan of you know, leveraging whatever means possible to get your hormones into balance. Sometimes that means blood testing. Sometimes it means urine testing. Sometimes it means saliva testing or even a combination of all three. 
But this doesn't have to be a gigantic project. I think most important is to start with attunement. And by that I mean, take my questionnaire. So I've got a questionnaire in Chapter 1 of my book that I think is really valuable. It's what I've been using in my practice for men and women for the past 20 years. I've got a short version of it online. It's a way to really take your experience and to figure out what the root cause is of those symptoms that you're having, things that you may not even realize are symptoms, ranging from attention deficit to droopy breath to, you know, feeling like you'd rather mop the floor than have sex with your partner. <laughs> so we, so yes, to answer your question, baseline, I think it's super important, and I'm a big fan of just figuring out, okay, what you measure improves. So let's measure you in some way. You don't have to spend a lot of money. You can start with just doing the questionnaire. But start with your base case because we can only improve from there. Out of all the things that that you recommend for people to get into, whether it's juicing or yoga or maybe it's DIM or maca or whatever it is, what is your personal favorite? Like what do you find works best for you? What's What's going on inside hmm. the doctor's office over there? Well, I have to confess that I started following you quite a long time ago, and many of the things I've learned from you have been the most effective strategies for getting my hormones into balance. I was watching a video of you about a week ago where you were talking about arugula and the properties of arugula and how it balances your hormones. And I I just, I would say that my favorite way is actually with your fork. I think your fork is a revolutionary tool to balance your hormones. And so many people will come to me, you know, they they come to my office or they work with me online and they'll say, just give me some testosterone. You know, I've got no sex drive or I have no vitality. I know testosterone's low. Just give me some of that testosterone cream. And I, I think it's important to back up and meet your cure in the middle. When you just start frosting yourself in testosterone cream, you know, there's a time and a place for that, but I think it's much more important to cut the sugar out, to amp up the veggies, to get these other hormones in a balance, to get cortisol into that lovely Goldilocks position of not too high, not too low. So I I would say the fork, and that that may be a surprise to you. Maybe you were thinking I was going to say yoga. Still love the yoga, but the fork comes first. Okay, cool. I, I didn't. I really didn't know what you were going to say. I thought yoga could be a candidate for sure. Um, we just had an amazing arugula salad last night. The, the snow just melted, and I went foraging in the woods here to try to find any kind of green edible whatsoever. I found a, quite a bit of stuff. I was surprised, and then I brought that back. And a, a good friend of mine was here, and he he had a bunch of arugula already mixed in with you know this kind of like dressing thing he'd made. And uh, and then we just mashed the whole thing together, and we ate an entire box of arugula yesterday that way. So that was that was kind of cool. I kind of I kind of felt it all night. I was like, I get a really amazing feeling from that, especially if I get arugula and wild greens in. Like about two hours later, something's going on. You know, some kind of like uplift or uptick that's like really amazing. I was up till three in the morning, and then had to be up early. I think I got up at seven, and then just got out of the door at 8, so that's kind of how my day is going. Now, mm. it was kind I feel of like we should do a little biohacking to understand the uplift, but um, I don't want to get too distracted, but I love that you 
went foraging for greens, Dave. That's one of the things I just love and admire about you so much. <laughs> it was great. I, I was I was amazed to find here's what here's what it was in there. If I can name all these, I, I don't know all the names of all of them. There's a really beautiful mustard type of plant that grows up here in the far north of Ontario. I'm in Ontario, Canada, in central Ontario. And um, it's kind of in the mustard family, I think, which is cruciferous family. And th- those were actually out. There was some strawberry leaf that was actually out. There was some wild onions that I got. There was wild leeks that we got. There was a little bit of oregano and thyme, which I couldn't believe this. I mean, it just j- literally the snow melted the day before after all winter. And there was actually green stuff underneath all that. And it was it was a pretty cool little, you know, Wild food slash arugula slash I think we had pumpkin seed butter and all kinds of amazing stuff you know that we threw in there so it was it was a really good good one. Who do you hear talking like this? Like I, I just love that you just sort of marched through the mustard family, the cruciferous, how it uplifted your energy, strawberry leaf, wild onions. I just love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> it's I, I guess I really am like a, a food person. At heart, I love exotic food. I love wild food. And, and I love those things because of the way they make me feel. And it, that, that's what I'm trying to kind of pass along to everybody else is just, hey, you can really feel quite different from a salad of arugula and wild greens than you would, like, from a Caesar salad, for example. Like, within two hours, there's a noticeable, for me at least, and I've noticed this for a lot of years, over 15 years that I can recall just memories of, there's a feeling of, like, you're just in a, in a, that a little bit higher of a frequency. Everything's in the in the hum. You know, it's just like in the holy flow hum, and uh, and it, everything just works. And it's really a nice place. I find that's a really good place to work in when I'm wanting to get a lot done. Okay, so let's let's jump back here. We have like a, a really interesting thing happening in our whole culture, which is we've got on the one hand we've got you know this unbelievable disaster going on, and then the other hand we've got the most amazing solutions ever. And because you're at the forefront, you're a doctor, you're, you're just literally people are coming in and they're, they're like, they've been on McDonald's and they're like, give me testosterone cream. You're kind of having to deal with that energetically. So I wanted to just talk to you about how you deal with that socially. How do you talk to people? What, what are the skills that you've had to learn in order to communicate with everyday people who just don't know? Great question. Well, I am a pretty humble person. And I think it's very important to meet each individual where they are. You know, when I have someone who is eating from McDonald's four times a week, I treat them exactly the same as I would someone who comes to me who is a meditation master. And I I think it's so important to, to really... Have them understand, you know, if I, if I could just convey one message, that message would be, it's easier to balance your hormones than to live with the misery of hormone imbalance. Hmm. And I think that's such an important message that this doesn't have to be some gigantic project. You know, for some people, it may sound really fun to go foraging for wild greens. For other people, they're not quite there yet. But, they might go to the local health food store and get some organic arugula after listening to us. So I think it's baby steps. It doesn't have to be a gigantic project. It doesn't have to be that you spend a grand on blood testing. You can actually start in a very modest way. And the cool part is that small hinges swing big doors. 
when it comes Ooh. to your hormones. So I, I think that's really important. One other thing I wanted to mention, Dave, because I think you've articulated this so beautifully, is that when it comes to that base case that we were talking about, it turns out that hormone resistance, and I've heard you talk about this so beautifully, hormone resistance is a real problem. We're going to be hearing more about that in the next 10 years. We're talking here about cortisol resistance, progesterone resistance. You probably have heard of insulin resistance where your cells become numb to insulin. And the problem is all bets are off because often your testing, especially blood testing, doesn't reflect what's going on hormonally for you inside of a cell where it's interacting with your DNA and it's really the most important place to know and measure what's going on. And because of that, it's really important to start with attunement. So I'm coming back to that attunement piece and bringing in this hormone resistance idea. That's great. I, I agree with you. I think that insulin resistance is the, is the kind of the door opener for most of us to understand the idea of, of, of hormone resistance, which is we're just going to start hearing more and more about it. Now, you know, my strategy about that, the strategies that I've learned from amazing people like yourself and, and uh, other professionals in the field for many, many years, is that what you want to do to avoid progesterone resistance or resistance against testosterone or whatever the, the hormone is that you're working with or trying to, to really get into the cell is you've got to do it arrhythmically and irregularly. Yeah. So let's say you're using progesterone cream in the same place at the same time every day, it's good, you're going to create a, a resistance and what you want to do is you want to move that progesterone cream around, change up the time, change up the location, and, and add a, a degree of randomness into it so we avoid that progesterone resistance. That's kind of how I understand it, and that's my approach. Well, I think you've described it beautifully, and I think one of the ways that you make it irregular and arrhythmic is to be constantly learning and trying new techniques, trying different foods, trying different supplements so that you're not just going for the hormones and taking increasing doses to get the same benefit. You know, I have a woman that I saw yesterday who came in, we ended up starting her on some bias cream, some estrogen cream, estradiol together with estriol. And she said, when I first started on this, it made me giggly. This woman was 48 years old. It doesn't make me giggly anymore. Can we up the dose? And I would say that's, that's a classic situation of hormone resistance. And I would say when it comes to your receptors, you know, those cute little locks on the door of your cell that a hormone fits into, you want to freshen up those receptors. It's just like sex in a long-term monogamous relationship. You want to freshen it up. You want to bring in novelty. As you said, you want to be arrhythmic and irregular, constantly have some surprises thrown in. Let's talk about that a little bit. Let's let's say this this person. So what was she was she using it as a cream, the estradiol, estrone, or what was it, estradiol and estriol? Always a cream. So she yeah. was using it as a cream, estradiol E2 and estriol E3, and she also was using some oral progesterone because that's what's been really shown to be helpful when it comes to sleep. And when she first came to see me, not only was she not giggling, but she wasn't sleeping. They tend to go together. So we started her on a very low dose of bias because I really believe lowest dose when you're first starting out. And, you know, she really noticed a big effect 
when she went on the bias because her receptors were just really pert. They were like ready for the bias. Bring it on. But then her receptors got a big sluggish over time. And that's that's how it rolls. What's the next step in a situation like that? What was your what was your next bit of advice for her? Well, it wasn't what she was expecting. What I actually wanted to do was you know, what I what I do in this situation is I approach this as a partner. My job is to offer the data and to kind of talk it through and customize it. So what we did was we talked about the options. One option was what she was suggesting, which is to go up on the dose. But I'm not a big fan of just marching up on the dose. I want to be smarter about this. So what I suggested was actually that she come off of the bias, give her receptors a chance to do the laundry and get all fresh again. So I recommended that she go on a biased holiday for 10 days, do a detox where we were loving up her liver, getting her to a place where she was getting enough probiotics, she was getting enough fiber, she was trying some maca, and to take a little 10-day holiday before going back on the bias and the progesterone. So let me ask you this about probiotics. Now, I'm glad you popped that in there. Give us your take on probiotics and their role in hormones. Oh, my goodness. I think we need to talk about this at Longevity now because I I probably... That's a big topic, isn't it? It's a huge topic. It's so juicy. So probiotics are so fascinating. Dave, I know you know about the Human Genome Project. Like, we mapped the entire genome in 2003. And it turns out now that you can do that on yourself for only about $100. We are now working on the human microbiome project, which is mapping the DNA of all of the bacteria in our gut. And this is fascinating because this is way more genes than what we have in our own human cell DNA. So this is a really fascinating area. I'll just give you a quick little teaser, and we'll learn more when everyone comes to Longevity Now, and you must come. We know that people who have the right balance of bacteria, and I'll explain what this is at Longevity Now, it really helps you with making more of the good estrogens and not making the bad estrogens. Dave, I've heard you talk about preventing the backflip, preventing estrogen from backflipping into one of those forms of estrogen that's more likely to be dangerous and provocative, maybe even increase your risk of breast cancer. So we want those bacteria, right? Right, exactly. (laughs) And so how far is the research in determining which bacteria are harmful and which are not? The research is pretty far along. You know, it's interesting. The more diverse that your bacterial army is, the less your risk of disease, of slow, of, of an accelerated aging process. So longevity definitely tracks with certain healthy bacteria. Yeah, definitely. I, I mean, I first noticed that, by the way, in reading the stories that were put together by, I'm trying to think of the guy's name, Evans. It was, um, oh, he wrote a great book. Um, it was back in the Hilton and Hotema days. Anyway, Delaney Evans, he wrote a book on on people who live over 100, 150, 169, 200, all these amazing stories that occurred between like 1400 and 1800, you know, those those centuries. And always in all the extreme cases where there was any detailed evidence about their diet, 
there was a probiotic component. I, re- I remember that. It's really important. You know, I'm a big fan of getting as many probiotics as possible from your food, but it's similar to omega-3. Most of us just need to augment what we're able to get from our food plan. So, yes, I am the hugest fan of probiotics. I, you could call me a probiotic crusader. All right. That's good. <laughs> I, I am, too. I, I, I really... I'm always like hunting down in like specific information about specific probiotics. Like L. bulgaricus is a very powerful antiviral probiotic specifically. Um, L. plantarum has very um, adjunctive roles that it plays in, in helping other probiotics. For example, L. plantarum with L. salivarius together is like a really powerful combination, more powerful than either of them alone. So, you know, I kind of hunt for that kind of stuff. So that's what I'm kind of questioning you about this stuff for because it can can send me on a hot lead. It's kind of hard to find information out on this subject. It really is. And I I love it when you get granular. You know, you probably know more than I do about L. bulgaris, plantarum, and salvarius. But I, I think it's so important to just, on a macro level, understand the importance of probiotics. So, you know, we talked about how certain species are going to help you with making more of the good estrogens and not let estrogen backflip. It also is really important for helping you live in a toxic world. You know, there's certain probiotics that have been shown to be helpful in preventing your absorption of xenoestrogens and thyroid disruptors, such as BPA, bisphenol A. Right. So do you do you know those probiotics off the top of your head? Do you know which ones those are? I would have to look it up and reveal it behind okay. a magic curtain at Longevity Now. All right. So <laughs> pull the curtain back, um, and we'll see Dr. Sarah Godfrey behind the curtain. So it, thank God the wizard's now a woman. <laughs> um, Wait, I thought you were the wizard, Dave. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy to be your assistant. I, I'm the, uh, you know, if you recall, I, I actually, every now and then, every like four or five years, I'll actually watch The Whole Wizard of Oz. And if you recall, the wizard does show up in the first part of the film before Dorothy is taken up in the, in the whirlwind. And he's, he's the guy who rolls into town with all his snake oil, right? He's got all his potions and everything else. So, you know, I do often get ascribed that role. I don't know if that's quite the role I play, but nevertheless, you know, that, that is the... Um, that's the the claim is made. So coming back to the Emerald City, we're all, we're going to be together in a really incredible place, which is the Orange County Hilton. And for everybody listening, we're going to be at Longevity Conference Orange County Hilton from May 3rd through May 5th, and then we're going to do a holdover day on May 6th on that Monday. And Dr. Godfrey, hopefully you can be there because we've got an interesting subject that day. We're actually going to be talking about pre-pregnancy, pregnancy, and post-pregnancy strategies, nutrition, detox, herbalism what causes of infertility, causes of miscarriage, all of that kind of stuff is going to be covered on that day. We're going to get really deep into it. One of the great hosts of this event, Rebecca Gauthier, just literally had a baby at age 39. So we enacted all the protocols. She had a successful pregnancy. She had a beautiful baby, and she's now a beautiful 39-year-old mom. Isn't that great? And uh, so, so great. We felt like it was time to share that. So we're going to do that on the Monday. But of course, on May 3rd, 4th, and 5th, we're all going to be having a great time with you and everybody else, all our other great speakers at this event. And we're going to have 
um, Tony Horton there, and I just spoke with Tony the other day. He's the great fitness guru, and, and um, I just want to let you know this, Dr. Sarah, that Tony Horton has agreed to hang out with us for a workout. Oh, yes. Super so, exciting. I want to see. Now, I've noticed this about yogis. I've noticed that they can keep up pretty well. You take a yogi, <laughs> you throw them into, like, a crazy hiking mission or, you know, climb the side of a building or whatever. They can They can pretty much pull it off. So... I want to kind of test, you know, see how flexible your yoga skills are and see if we can get you into some cross-fitness. Um, so I'll find you, and, uh, and then I'll have Tony with me, and, and we'll get a good little just 30-minute workout going with our crew. How's that sound? I am so in. You know I am in. I'm going to be sweating right there next to you. And, yes, throw it down. I'm there. Right. Awesome. And, by the way, if for anybody who's listening right now, if you are there at the right time and right place to, to grab Tony when I grab him, you're welcome too. So whoever's there, part of the conference, who's with me, we're all going to get that workout with Tony, and he's basically going to put us through a 30-minute P90X. It'll be a P30X, obviously. So, um, Okay. <laughs> I love it. Dr. Godfrey's going to be laying it down for us at the Longevity Conference. So if you're there, you'll get the, the, the rough-and-tumble version of the Hormone Cure Plus a whole lot more. Any last words for us, uh, Dr. Sarah Godfrey? Well, the last thing I would say is we need to rebrand hormones. You know, I feel like hormones in some ways have gotten a bad rap, and I actually think that they are crucially important to having your best day ever and rocking your mission. So I'm excited to be rebranding hormones with you, Dave Wolf. Cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited about that too, and and uh, we're going to get into not only, you know, rebranding hormones and, and rocking your mission and having the best day ever, but I think we're going we're gonna to make that connection to longevity. I think that's going to be one of, the, one of the key things that I'd like to, to bring into the event, and hopefully you can cover that as well. Just how if you, if you have higher progesterone levels with age, postmenopausal, and your estrogens are being balanced by the progesterone, you, you just have a better over, overall lookout for that, you know, 105, 110, 115 Vista, which is possible these days. No question. I, I absolutely agree with that. I think a lot of people think that they do not have a risk of estrogen dominance after they go through menopause, and I, I just want to banish that myth right now. You want to still have a good tango between estrogen and progesterone even after menopause. It's a key part of longevity, and we definitely know that that I call it the bad boyfriend hormone, cortisol. We need cortisol in the rightful place for longevity. It's important for your telomeres. It's important for just the the way that your DNA is expressed in your body. So that's a great opportunity. I'm excited for that at Longevity Now. Okay, cool. Well, we're going we're gonna to have a lot of fun. For everybody listening, this is Dr. Sarah Godfrey to book The Hormone Cure. She is located, her practice is located in the Berkeley area of the Bay Area of Northern California. And if you're in that area, you might want to seek her out um, as your doctor. Do you still have room for, for more patients, Dr. Godfrey? Dave, you know, I'm on sabbatical right now for the book. Oh. But, so the only way to work with me is with our online programs. Okay. And so are you doing that through, how do you do that, through Twitter? How do you alert people to what's happening online with those programs? Twitter and Facebook, my website, those are the best ways to learn about them. And we might have a little info at Longevity Now about that opportunity as well. Okay, fantastic. She'll be joining me there. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you at the Longevity Conference coming up here May 3rd through 5th. And if you can hang on for that extra day, 
May 6th, we'll get into fertility, infertility, what problems can can arise during a pregnancy, what can be done, how superfoods fit in. We're going to get into lots of different detox strategies before getting pregnant, how much time you need before. All that kind of stuff is going to be answered for you. It's a very, very interesting subject, and we're very excited to address it. Um, Thanks so much for joining us, and we are both wishing you all the best day ever. This program was brought to you by TheBestDayEver.com. Thanks for listening.